Tony, hit the shell, come on. Hey, Q Rocky. Coming to you live from the middle grand shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's the Junior Kikuema Junior Show, starring Junior Kikuema Junior. And Jake. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bohe Band. I'm Junior Kekoweva Junior. Welcome to the podcast. The podcast that asked the question, if it was you, what? You go or what? Right? Because, bro, not everybody go. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. So yesterday on the podcast, bro, or the last podcast, right, that we do, because we don't do them every day. That would be overkill, right? But we do them once because, you know, people need, you know, bro, they get lives. They need to focus on their stuff, right? And I get other stuff for focus too, but I just like to tell you guys, right? If you guys listening to the podcast, right, the last podcast, we was talking about sticking to your path. Okay, you stick to your path and you go, 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 right? Because sometimes, you, you know, you feel you're not going to make them, right? And the podcast before that was talking about living your dreams, okay? On this podcast, we're going to tell you my personal experiences with both of those stuff. But first, yes, the attitude of gratitude. This is a Law of Attraction podcast, okay? So we got to say mahalo. And we got to say mahalo to some very special people. And these people are outside. Um, see, most of the people that um, most of the people that, that I talk to on a podcast are outside Hawaii. So we, you know, if you listen, if you are in Hawaii and you're listening right now, please tell your friends. Please tell your friends in Hawaii. Say, hey, bro, bro, check this guy as junior. Check him out. Because the guys that used to listen to me on the radio do not listen to the podcast. No, Hawaiians, they do not. No, you know why? Because... See, the guys that listen to the radio, they're still listening to the radio, okay? Creatures, humans are creatures of habit. That's what I was going to say. And sometimes, bro, I got to talk live, right? And I got to talk the whole podcast, okay? Because we don't like leave dead air. You know, dead air is like when nothing's going on, right? So so anyway, but but yeah, we'll talk about some of that stuff. But first, we got to mahalo the people outside Hawaii listening. California is the biggest amount of listeners we have outside, okay? You would think would be... Like, you know, Las Vegas, right? Where all the transplants go, right? From Hawaii, everybody moves up there. Uh, no. <laughs> no. That that would be California would be number one. Texas is number two. Hawaii is number three. Hawaii is the third one, right? Hawaii is number three, okay? Now, after that, okay, is every other state. And the last state to join us was Pennsylvania, so we're very grateful. We have 25 states, 33 countries, Listen to us on the podcast. And that's because uh, they pick them up on their Apple phone because we see the highest number of people uh, actually go through the podcast library on their iPhone and then they pick us up and then they listen. So we'd like to say mahalo to you guys. Thank you very much uh, for listening to the podcast outside of Hawaii and Hawaiians. So so here's the thing, right? When I say Hawaiians or cousins on the podcast, because we're all cousins, when you break it down, we are all cousins. All right, I know. I know some of you guys like, bro. That's not my cousin. Bro. What, are you, what are you talking? It's not my cousin. No, no. At some level, okay, somewhere back on the food chain, all the way up, okay, all the way up, Hawaiians, okay. Now that that you know, 
you get you can get to a point where we're all cousins. Okay, way far, bro. You gotta go. Yeah, don't even think, bro. You gonna bust your brains. You gonna bust your brains, Hawaiians. So anyway, when I say Hawaiians, I'm talking to everybody. Okay, that listens to the podcast, not just the people that live in Hawaii. So please don't misunderstand me, cause it is not like that. <laughs> okay, it's not like that. All right. So anyway, bro, we just gotta we just gotta go over some stuff and and uh, you know and say say mahalo. So we like to mahalo everybody. The first town. I was Wailuku, Maui. So Wailuku, mahalo. And um, Oahu is catching up. So we're starting to get people. We're starting to get, you know, people on Oahu. And we like to mahalo you guys. We put our uh, ad up on... Um, it's not really an ad. We just throw them up. We post. We post on LinkedIn and Facebook. So now we're getting the older crowd. We're getting the LinkedIn crowd from international, you know, like guys overseas. And then we're getting uh Facebook crowd, local people that follow me. If you follow me on Facebook, mahalo. Thank you very much. All right, now the podcast. Okay, so the last two podcasts is focused on living your dreams and sticking to your path. Okay, because we did the living your dreams one, right? And then pe- people was, you know, they DM me on Instagram and they go, "Oh, unks, well, how 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 you gotta, you know, how you gotta? I, I know you live your dreams. We see what you do. We we saw all your crazy stuff, the radio show. We we seen all of that. We saw you do them. We like know how." Right, so the last podcast, I started telling you guys how. Okay, I started telling you guys. Now we're just gonna recap small kind, and I told you guys, right? You gotta, you gotta make on schedule, time management. Okay, I learned that from watching my mom. My mom couldn't teach me anything. My mom was a teacher, right? I'm the only person she couldn't teach, and I made damn sure of it. Okay, <laughs> I made sure of it. All right, all right. When I was a kid, bro, my mom used to try to teach me. She sat me down one time, try to teach me ukulele. Okay, I never, I never like learn. I, she bought me an ukulele. She said, "You like learn?" I said, "Yeah, I like learn." See, I never say I like learn from her. You see what I mean? Because that's your parents, right? That's your parents. Okay, I give you an example. For thirty-one years, people have been bringing their kids to me, right, for teach, for teach how to sing, whatever, right? Okay, now I, I've met so many kids that they were such good kids. I go, wow. I wish that was my kid. I wish I had a kid like that. I wish I had on good kid like that, like that one, you know. And then it hits me, right? Oh, they're not listening to their parents, right? <laughs> right? They're not gonna listen to me if there was my kids. So I'm like, oh well, you know. But that's what, that's gonna be one good person. You see what I'm saying? They're gonna grow up to be good, they're good people, whatever, good singers, good musicians, whatever, you know. So so you kind of you kind of you know kind of like that. But with my mom. I never let her teach me nothing. No, I'm like, no, this is between me and God, right? But I never tell her that. And she used to tell me. She used to tell me this. My mom used to tell me this. So I'm gonna, this is the law of attraction. And I'm going to tell you guys right now. I'm going to dispel one myth, okay? My mom used to tell me, God is going to punish you, okay? Because right? <laughs> I used to do some crap, bro. Tell, wow, bro, let me tell you. So, so I used to go down the beach. We used to, we used to be beach boys. And they used to hang down the beach, and they used to go down the beach, and they used to drink with the brothers. Now, the brothers was in their 30s. The brothers was in, like, their mid to late 30s, okay? And and on up, right? But but starting, like, mid-30s. So you're talking 35 plus, okay? And the guy I used to hang out with was 38 years old, okay? Now, these guys, they're all gone already. Like, most of these guys, gone. And we used to all hang out at this shack, right? And I was a teenager. So when, when these guys was 38, I was 12. No, excuse me. I was 13. I was 13. 
So, so you know that teenage age, right? You know, where the kids kind of, they, they trying to break out and be their own person already. Okay, that's, that's all that's going on. And so I used to hang out and we used to drink, you know, we used to smoke weed. Oh, wow. We used to, you know, I'm not going to be like President Clinton and say I didn't inhale. Yeah, we didn't inhale. Bro, we didn't inhale all day long. Bruh. And sometimes, so, so when I go home, right, everybody had Visine. So the kid, the guys my age, and there was only a couple of them. In fact, there was a couple, couple guys used to hang with us. And one of these guys was a couple years below me. One was one year below me. And I think we had one, Kalani was like two. No, Kalani was more than that. Maybe, I don't know, maybe three, four years uh, below me in age, right? So when we go home, we used to share the Visine. He said, bro, you get, get the Visine or what? Oh, Visine, yeah, yeah. Because our eyes was bloodshot. I mean, bro, we was wasted. Okay, so I used to take the, the Visine, right? And I used to put him in one eye. <laughs> I used to put him in one eye, all right? Just, just for play with my mother. So, so my mother, I mean, you know, bro, I love my mother. I love my mother to the, to the heavens. You know, it's like they say to the moon. Okay, whatever. Right? But I love my mother. And I always did love my mother. But I used to play with my mother because I never had brothers and sisters, right? So cannot, you know, you know what I'm saying? You cannot make brothers and sisters any kind who you get left. You cannot make any kind to your father because he go broke your ass. Okay, so my mother was me, my mother, right? So, so I, so I did that, and I put Visine in one eye, and I went home, and my mother said, "What happened to your eye?" <laughs> right? I look at that, and I go, "Oh," and I told my mom, "Oh, I'm only half loaded," and I walked to my room and I went to sleep, and my mom, my mom, used to just stand there like, like she was speechless. She was, you know, my mom is a good girl. Okay, my mom is a good girl. Never had even one parking ticket in her life. Like nothing. Nothing, Owens. Right? And so she she just she was beside herself. She and there were times where she would just stand there and not say anything and just watch me walk away. You, you, see, you know what I mean? It was it was like that. So my mom couldn't teach me, right? But she she asked me at one point, you like learn ukulele? Do you want to learn how to she she said more like this. Do you want to learn to play the ukulele? She said, she said them like that. And, and I was like, yeah, ma, yeah. It sounds like a good idea, right? So I was like third grade. So she went out and bought one nice Kamaka ukulele, right? Till today, I get them home, her house. I mean, the thing is worth bucks and all, right? And the thing's still in the case. Nobody's playing them, you know? And and I, I just never take them home yet. <laughs> I never claim them yet. I never tell her, hey, ma. I like my ukulele now. You know, I can play now. You know. But anyway, so, and I remember we sat down in her bedroom on the bed. And she was trying to teach me. But my mother has a way of pressing my buttons, right? Because my mother is one teacher, right? And teachers do this. I am guilty of this myself. Sometimes we come off as a little, I want to say, uh, authoritative, right? Or a little condescending. Or and we don't mean to. We're just trying to get the point across. You know what I'm saying? Like like on this show, when I tell you guys what I did and what I accomplished and how I did them, I'm not trying to flex. I'm not trying to make like I'm better than anybody. I'm just trying to say you can do them too. You can do this. But there is a way. There's a formula. There's a, there's a process. There's a mindset. Okay? But anyway, so we sat down and my mom was going, no, put your finger right here, over here, and then this one. And then... All right, now you're going to... And she was so irritating. She was... It, it wasn't... My mom herself, the person, is not irritating. But the way she taught me was irritating. 
You know, you know, and this happens with nurses too. You know, you ever been in one hospital? I know I'm gonna take you guys. I'm gonna take you guys all over on the podcast. So just go for the ride. You know, in the hospital, you know, when you have, you know, because I I just had my appendix out in 2020, right? That that happened. And so, you know, when you're in the hospital and they come in and they, Junior, it's time for your vitals. You, you know where they, they do it in that extra loud voice, that irritating extra, because they're trying to be professional, right? And they come in at like 90 decibels and they, <laughs> they do that. Okay, my mom was let at when it came to teaching. She was teaching me like she was teaching her elementary school students. You know what I mean? And I became, you know... I started feeling like one of those kids. And I'm like, hey, like in my mind, I was like, hey, I'm not one of your kids. I'm your son. Come on, just just talk to me, you know. But she was teaching me, you know. I get a little teachy sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And, and I know where I get it from. And, you know, it's in the blood, Hoynes, okay. Anyway, so, so that happened, you know. And I couldn't learn, you know, ukulele from her. So when I meet these kids of these parents that bring their kids to me and stuff like that, right. You know, I just thought that was amusing to tell you guys. You know, a little peek behind the curtain of my life kind of stuff, you know. But but I look at these kids and I go, wow, I wish that was my daughter. She's talented. Oh, I wish that was my son. He's talented. I wish I had a kid like that. Because deep inside, I wanted to be one family man. I did. It didn't turn out that way. It did not turn out that way. You know, and that's another podcast. <laughs> that's another podcast. I'm going to tell you guys about my baby and what happened with my baby. That That's another podcast. But what we're talking about on this podcast, right? Because, like I said, we we going over the, the review. Live your dreams, number one. Number two, take the steps that it takes to live your dreams, okay? Because, number one, time management. Number two, you got to apply yourself, Okay. Application means that you're going to stick to the path. Application means like you set your time. Remember yesterday or oh, the last podcast? The last podcast, I told you guys, set your set your schedule. And you set up your timers in your schedule. Okay? Now, when that reminder goes off and that, that alarm, whatever you set. Okay? I used to set like uh, all kind of funny alarms inside. And now I just have, you know, little chimes. You know, you know, because I used to already, right? But before, I had to force myself into sticking to the schedule. And you're going to have to do that in the beginning. And that's called application. You need to apply yourself. Okay? So that's what happened. So so that, you know, when that thing went off, you know, well, whatever. I, I never used that one. I'm just using a, you know, example. But when that happened, right, I had to put the mouse down and go on to the next step. I had to walk into the studio. I had to pick up the guitar. I had to practice for that hour. And when that when that alarm went off, that notification went off, right? I had to put the guitar down. And and I had to I had to tell, you know, I had to tell my friend, my keyboard player, right? Me and him. We was we was uh we was like C and K and they, we were a duo. Okay, so I had to tell him. I said to bro, okay, I gotta I gotta jump on on the laptop, I gotta go back, get back to work, and then I will go do the next step. Now you have to put down on the calendar what it is, and you gotta put down your breaks. You gotta have breaks, okay? I had four breaks during the day. One was a coffee break at ten. One was lunch at one o'clock, okay? And one was uh, in the afternoon. I think it was four o'clock. It was four o'clock. I had a break, okay? Now you guys gotta and you guys gotta eat during your break. Okay, because you need fuel. 
So you gotta eat a little bit, like small kind, you know. For me, was was the snack pack at Starbucks. Okay, so I mean, it could be anything, it could be on sandwich, whatever, just something simple. Okay, but you gotta eat, and you gotta eat those because your brain needs food. Okay, now that's sticking to your path. Now some guys, right? They make the schedule, you know, and and this is the same. Like I told you, Hawaiians, this is the same guys, right? They go to the Tony Robbins, you know, seminar. They get all fired up. They spent the they spent the twenty five hundred bucks or five thousand dollars for the package, right? And then they bought the products. They bought the, you know, and they go, oh man, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change. Okay, change is the biggest bullshit word in modern day history. All right, I just want to tell you because that's what they that's what they prost they prostitute. Everything off of the word change, okay? Politicians, right? Every oh, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change. They don't tell you how, okay, to change. The even even these these life coaches will tell people how. But here's the thing, right? We're creatures of habit, so we always go back to what's comfortable. And if even if we fall in on our, you know, behind every every month or every week or every whenever, right? We would rather do that than change. Because change is uncomfortable on the onset, okay, in the beginning. But it's necessary. It's necessary, Hawaiians, for real. So you go to the Tony Robbins thing, oh, we're all fired up. Yeah, we're going to change. In two weeks, what happens? Exactly. Nothing, okay? So anyway, you know, and, and um, but, but that, you know, that, that's how it is, right? That, that's actually how it is. So, so, you know, it's the same thing, like, like for, for everything. So the word change, when you hear that with politicians, just know that nothing really going to change. Okay. Cause, cause you got to change the whole system to change. Okay. So one guy telling you that he's going to change his district. Okay. That, that's, <laughs> I, when I see that, you know, so and so for change, right? You know, and the general public still buys it. I don't know why. I mean, I, I thought there, you know, we would have a little bit more intelligent sociologically than that, but apparently not. So it's still working. So politicians go, hey, we're going to change. So in other words, if you got one guy in the legislature, right, or one guy in parliament or one guy on the city council or one guy, right, one guy, not even the governor, the governor's one guy, he cannot change things too much. See what I'm saying? Because if he get, if he get too much opposition, they're going to change them back. See, so yeah, keep that in mind the next time you see the word change. Now, for personal development, okay, this is life coaching 101. For personal development, you need to change your paradigm. And the only way, Hawaiians, the, well, it's, I wouldn't say the only way, but the easiest, fastest way is with a pen and a, and a pad. That's the fastest way. Because you got to do your affirmations. When you do your affirmations, it will begin to shape your paradigm. And then your actions will be conducive to your affirmations. Now, I'm going to explain how that works, okay? Here comes the value. When you start doing your affirmations, what happens is, right, your mind begins to change, okay? It begins to, you begin to think, your thought process. It, it, it affects your thought process, right? Because you are training your subconscious. Now, your subconscious is like autopilot. Right. And let me give you an example of autopilot. Okay. You ever get in your car? You go to, you go to your job, what? Monday through Friday, normally. Okay. Maybe before COVID. Okay. You Monday through Friday, get in a car, seven o'clock, boom, on the way to work. Okay. Boom, on the way to work. Now on Saturday, you got to go get groceries. You jump in the car at nine o'clock 
And halfway to the to the store, you go, hey, wait a minute. I'm driving to work. And you got to turn around and make that that turn that, that will go to the shopping center instead of your job. Okay, that's subconscious working. That's autopilot. Now, if we didn't have that, every time our minds went off topic or subject or or purpose, right? Like driving to work. We would get in an accident because the subconscious would not be able to dig over. We would just drive right off the road. You see what I'm saying? But because we have subconscious, we can drive down the road and think about something else other than driving. You see what I'm saying? So that, there you go. Okay, that's your example. Now, let's get back to the change. So you're writing affirmations. This is how it works. Affirmations, right, 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 right. You could, you could say like, I am so happy and grateful now that I'm going to get an A on my test in college or whatever. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Now, what's going to happen is, is eventually, okay, now I, I, I would say within the span of two to three weeks of writing the affirmation, okay, now it takes 66 days for change. 66 days, remember that, Hawaiians, okay, 66 days to change a pattern, to change your paradigm, to change a bad habit, okay, either to change a bad habit or to establish a good habit, either way, how you like them, inside a pan, outside a pan, right, now here's the thing, right, so you, you writing these affirmations, pretty soon your subconscious, when this thing starts kicking in, maybe two weeks down the road, you're going to automatically do things, that are conducive to your goal. Okay. What does that mean in plain English? Oh, here you go, cousins. Right on. Okay. So when you write in your affirmations, okay, I'm going to get an A on the test. Okay. Pretty soon, you're going you're gonna to start doing crazy kind of stuff like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should read up on this, this thing. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I should go do a little bit more research than that. Right. Maybe I should, maybe I should go the extra mile and, and the kind. Right. And then boom, right there. Right. There you go. Okay, you will start doing little actions that are conducive to your goal. And when that happens, okay, you're going to increase the likelihood of that manifesting in your world. Okay, now take, take that with your morning sausage. <laughs> well, my grandfather used to say that. My grandfather, he used, to, he used to give me a lecture at the breakfast table. My grandfather is old school, but you cannot talk back. You got to just sit there and shut up and listen, right? And I'm eating my eggs and I'm looking up at him and, he, and he's sitting down across from me and he's telling, he's giving me this, you know, you cannot do this because you're going you're gonna to end up like that, you, you know. And he, <laughs> he used to tell me all this. And his false teeth, like, was falling out, you know, here and there, right? So he had to... He had to put him back in. He had to close his mouth. You know, put him back. Because the dentist, that bugger never stick all the way. You know. And he used to tell me this stuff. And at the end, at the very end, and sometimes that was like, I don't know. It was like maybe half an hour, something like that. 20 minutes, 25 minutes. At the end, he would go, and take that with your orange juice. He, he, no, he used to say, take that with your little orange juice. That, that's what he used to tell me. But anyway, but that was my grandfather. But he was a character. I love my grandfather. Right, it, it was because of my grandfather that I have my voice. My grandfather had a mean voice, mean. And my, and my grandfather, he used to sing. He was he was on phone company guy, but he used to sing in the truck when we used to go all over. And my grandfather used to sing. Oh man, he could sing, and he had on low voice. He had that low voice. So I get my grandfather's voice. So the thing, you know, and like I tell you guys, right? Cells have memory. 
it goes all the way down the chain, okay? So be careful what you do because it's going to show up in your kids. Luckily, my mom applied herself, you know, my biological father was a professor. And and so lucky, lucky I got a couple of those G's. Don't ask me where I got the other side. I think it's my Puerto Rican blood that, that causes all that other problems. But anyway, but but like I'm saying, Hollings, okay? Affirmations. Keep writing your affirmations. It doesn't matter what it is, okay? But here's the a couple of guidelines, okay? Number one, you should express gratitude, okay? And number two, you should be happy. You should be in a good mood. Never write an affirmation in a bad mood. If you're in a bad mood, and you're writing like that, no, 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 don't, don't do that, Hawaii. You might bring one demon into the world. <laughs> something. You might become something. You know what I'm saying? No, no, don't do that. Here, here's what you do. No, this is not. This doesn't have to do with angels or demons. I, I'm just joking around. But here's what you do, right? When you write your affirmations, right? So what I do is I express gratitude and happiness. Okay, and and you know if if it's the only thing that I know, Hawaiians, is that I'm grateful and happy after these eleven years of writing affirmations, right? I mean, you know, so so it'll work for you too because my affirmations are like like say if I wanted money, okay, this is an affirmation that I would write. I am so happy and grateful now that I have an extra five thousand dollars this month. Thank you. Okay. Now, there are two trains of thought of regarding deadline. You know, some guys will tell you, <coughs> oh, no, you, you got to put a deadline by the end of the month. You you cannot do that. You got to put like by March 31st. Like you got to you gotta make on date. You got to make on time. You got to be exact. You know? And so, but here's why I don't do that. Okay. I just say by the end of the month. Okay. Because if I, if I, you know, really got to be exact, then we got to nail them down to the time, the second. We got to get them, like, exact, okay? And it's not your job, the how, okay? The how, the how is God's job, okay? Now, if you guys don't believe in God, then whatever, because I, I really have, I have a few, uh, I've had a few life coaching students that don't believe in God. Right? They don't believe in higher power or anything. And it was very hard to teach them. Um, because I had to adjust my whole, you know, my, my whole curriculum around them, right? Because they didn't believe in God. And I'm like, no, no, God is a thing. God is a real thing. This this is the whole universe is intelligent. You, you know what I'm saying? But but there was like there was like, oh but yeah, I mean, I I don't have anybody. I believe I don't believe in anything. So it's very hard to, you know, get those people motivated. But if you believe in God, I mean, come on, just try, pray. I tested this years and years ago. And I said this on, on another podcast, okay? And I, I prayed for some pretty crazy stuff and everything happened, right? No, for real, I, I prayed for some whacked out stuff, Hines, and it showed up. It all showed up. So the power of prayer is real. Now, whether you want to call it prayer, wishes, right? Or or uh, whatever. Summoning. <laughs> whatever. Be careful about the summoning part. You don't want to summon anything bad. But I'm just saying, you can, you can bring things into your world. You can bring stuff into your world. And all you got to do, really, is 
Keep the desire. That's all. Keep the desire because the desire will keep you on the path. The desire will keep you going. You know, like let's say you want a raise, right? Okay, so you start writing an affirmation for a raise for, for your job, right? Now you keep writing that affirmation for a raise, you're going to start doing things that are conducive for that raise. You're going to start showing up on time. You're going to start going the extra mile for the company. You're going to start, all these things will do, will be automatic. It will be automatic because it's common sense to the human brain, right? Like, oh, well, if I want more money, well, maybe I got to, maybe I got to do better stuff. Maybe I got to clean out the lunchroom for everybody. Maybe I got to, you know, whatever, whatever it takes. I'm just saying, but you're going to start doing those actions. And when that takes place, the manifestation will happen. Okay, maybe it's I gotta I gotta do more sales, or maybe maybe you've been maybe you've been slacking off a little bit, and now it's time to tighten up, and now it's time to hit that that phone or or, or go make those sales sales calls in person or or whatever it is to get that raise what whatever. I'm just giving you an example, but that will happen. Those actions will happen, and you'll get there. Okay, so so that's the you know that's the affirmations part. Okay. Now the affirmations will shape your paradigm. And when your paradigm, you know, starts to shift, okay, starts to adjust to the new way of thinking, then then you become a different person. Okay. Now, I have watched uh, many people, including family members, right? You know, my my son when he shows up, he's always the same guy, you know. And and you know, that's and that's good. That's good if if, you know, if that suits you. You see what I mean? You know, like I, I get, you know, I, I have family members that, that, you know, will sit down and ask me for advice and I give them the advice and they will go and, and I will see them, you know, like, I don't know, a couple of years later and they're still doing the same thing. They still, you know, you see what I'm saying? And that's that Tony Robbins. I'm going to start calling it Tony Robbins syndrome. Okay. And I don't mean it in, in a, in a way that, it, there's something wrong. I'm just saying Tony Robbins syndrome to me is when these guys go to a seminar, they get all fired up and two weeks later, they're the same person because they did not actually take everything to heart. It's not Tony Robbins fault. It's not the, the, these guys, these whatever you call them, gurus, whatever you call them, right? Okay, I'm a life coach, small kind different, okay? Because I can I can coach somebody in anything. I can coach somebody in anything because my coaching involves the human, the, the human body, the human brain, the human subconscious, the human, you know, paradigm. Okay. It doesn't involve a specific trait. You know, this lady came to me. So this lady came to me one time. So I was a consultant, right? And basically I was doing the same stuff, right? But, but consulting, you know, small kind different. Well, here's an example. This is an example of how you don't need to be in a specific field to help somebody in another field. Okay, so so I was I was the kind, right? I was just consulting, and um, and she sat down and she said, "Junior, I got a big problem with my business." And I was like, "Okay, what's the problem with your business?" She said, "Well, you know, I hired these girls. So this lady had on cake cake company, okay, and she would make special cakes." You know, for the celebration, right? For baby parties, stuff like that. Weddings, you know, whatever the occasion. And then she would make theme cakes. So she could make one cake that would actually, you know, look like on Steelers helmet, right? You know, football, 
right? Or she could make on cake, like M&M's theme, like all that stuff, specialty cakes. And she goes, you know what? My problem is, she, she goes, my problem is I hire these girls and I teach them like everything I know. And, and you know, because they got to work for me, right? And I teach them everything. And then they, they quit and they go make their own and they compete against me. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I felt bad for this lady. And I'm like, oh, in, in, you know what I'm saying, right? And I said, okay, did you put anything in writing? And she's like, no, I just hired them. So I go, okay, here's what you do. First, you sign on non-disclosure with them, okay? And and it should include a, a circumvention paragraph in there, right? And then what you do is you sign on non-compete clause when you hire them. And you hire them on paper, you guys, you got to, you know, fill out one subcontractor agreement. You guys got to do everything legit on paper. You know, so do business the business way. At the end of anyway, I don't want to go through the whole thing. That's consulting. That's not life coaching. It's kind of life coaching in a little in a little ways. But uh, when she walked away, right before she left the office, she turned around. She looked at me. She goes, wow, Junior, you, you don't even know my industry, but. But you had the solution. And, you know, and to me, right, that was like common sense. It was like business 101. To her, this was all brand new. To her, it was like, oh, yeah, I should do that. You, you see what I'm saying, Heinz? Okay. So sometimes, right, it's the little things that we overlook. Sometimes it's the small things, okay? And the reason why I'm telling you this is because when you go back and, you, you know, you, you know what you need to do now affirmations you need to you know you keep a schedule and you need to stick to the schedule so when you're doing that you're being faithful to yourself okay when you're doing the affirmations every day you're being faithful to yourself okay now the other thing the other side of all of that is prayer okay so you got affirmations you got that part prayer okay gratitude never forget the prayer and the gratitude so you need to you need to tell god thank you now, if you don't have a regular prayer, you know, like Christians have the Lord's Prayer, right? And everybody get different prayers. Muslims have their own prayers, right? So if, you, if you're doing your prayers and stuff like that, okay, if you don't have a prayer, right? Oprah Winfrey said, she, she, one of her quotes was, if thank you is your only prayer, it is enough. That's her quote. Okay, and, and all you need to do is say thank you. And if you say thank you, and that's all you say throughout the day in your head, I mean, I do that. I do that. I didn't always do that. I, I started doing that in my late 30s. And and by the time I, I reached my 40s, everything was clicking in my life. Everything went click together. You know, because I was saying thank you, because I was grateful. You, you see what I'm saying? And a lot of people forget that. They take things for granted. You know, they go to the mailbox, they get the check, they go, oh, well, yeah, that's my tax return. I was supposed to get that. You see, you see what I'm saying, Owens? When when that happens to me, you know, while my CPA deals with all of that, I don't, I don't even, I don't even look at that. But what I'm saying is, when that happens to me, and I gotta sign something, you know, like from my CPA, I go down, I sign, right, and I just sign papers. They they, they do the work, right, and and um, and that's another thing. If you're involved in business, I'll just go and drop a couple of things right there. Get a good attorney. And get a good CPA. It's worth the money. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say about that. But but I just signed the paper, right? But when I sign in the paper in my head, I'm like, thank you, Father God. Right now, some people thank Jesus. Okay, 
all good, Hawaiians. Doesn't matter who you thank. You can thank George Lani. Bro, you can you can be in your head. Well, thank you, George Lani. You know, but if you're aiming them, if you're aiming them to your creator and you're saying George Lani, okay. Because the term God was invented by the Catholic Church. Do you do your homework? Okay, the term God, the term cross, the cross, right? All of these, all of these terms that Christians use were invented by the Catholic Church. Okay, now that's my esoteric knowledge side. So, so you remember I told you guys on another podcast, when I sit down with my clients, the first thing I do, the first thing I do, right, is educate them on esoteric knowledge because it's really tough. When somebody's going through anxiety, when somebody's getting depressed, they're depressed because things ain't working right for them in the world. When they have anxiety, okay, so they, they, they go through life, right, because they're having anxiety and they go through life that way because things in you know things don't add up in their brain and it doesn't add up because they're being bullshitted okay we're all being bullshitted at a at a very <laughs> i want to say a, a a very substantial amount okay and if i would have to quantify that by percentage i would say 80 <laughs> percent i would say 80 percent of this world is bullshit okay and I'm talking I'm talking about history. I'm talking about advertising. I'm talking about, you know, the things you see on TV, the everything. Okay? All that stuff. Okay? What's important is the things you love and the people you love. Those two things are really important. The things you love and the people you love and that's about it because everything else Okay, these guys in college when they graduate with a Masonic degree and they think they're so smart and they, you know, oh, they've they've got this now, and they, you know, I've got this, eh? and then they start giving other people attitude because they never go to college, you know. They, you know, when I dropped out of college, my uncle said dropping out of college was the best thing you ever did. You know, you, mark my words, you you gonna you gonna remember that. And then I started seeing this stuff in 2020, you know, done by college kids, right? And and uh, I'm aware of both sides. I'm aware of the you know their radical thinking, wanting to change the world, and I understand the old school, you know. And yes, the radicalism and that yes, that will take over. I'm here to tell you that will happen. Okay, there's gonna be a balance, but it's gonna lean towards that side because it's the new world. Okay, period. It's that easy, that simple to understand. Okay, but but what I'm talking about is like. These guys who go into the Masonic colleges and they get programmed through a Masonic college, right? And then, and they still don't tell these guys the truth. They still don't show them, you know, like, well, see, these ruins were actually manufactured. You know, these, you know, but they still don't tell them. Okay. And sometimes, right? The guys that are, I've had life coaches, I mean, life, life coaching clients, sorry, life coaching clients that are very highly educated and they did not know what I told them. And I opened their mind in such a way that now they have both. They have the they have that side, right? The educated side, the type the sheepskin, whatever you call them now, the pepper on the wall, right? In the frame. <laughs> Doctor so and so, right? But I've had tons of PhDs as clients. Right? And then you got the other side. And the other side, right, is the guys who are who are not educated in that way. Right, they're self-educated, or maybe they, you know, maybe they had a couple years of college. They they just didn't get a master's. They didn't do anything like real huge like that in education, right? And they have no clue. And 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 sometimes the the both sides have no clue, 
Okay, but sometimes the guys without the college diplomas and stuff, they they know, they are aware. Okay, they may not know the little specifics like the college guys. Okay, about certain things, but you know, basically, when you go to college, okay, you go, and I'm gonna say this about college, and college is not a bad thing. Okay, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but here's the thing about college: you go to college not to be smart, you go to college to learn a specific trade. Okay, like if you want to be a psychologist or you want to be a or you want to be a, a mechanic or you want to be a whatever a judge or you want to be a attorney right so yeah you got to go college you can't do them on your own right but outside of that you know I only knew one guy he went to college for 25 years and the reason he could stay in college for 25 years he was a professional student there are such a thing okay he was a professional student. He stayed in college for 25 years. And he went to college to be smart. And he was very smart. Very, very smart. Okay. The average person cannot stay in college for 25 years. The only reason he could was because he was a Catholic priest. And he studied in the Catholic colleges. And they taught him for free. Well, I very low tuition. I think he had to pay a little bit. But, but he, you know, that was his thing. Knowledge, acquiring knowledge was his thing. And he used to talk to me about all this kind of stuff. I mean, I learned so much from him, right? And the one thing that was that I learned from him is like when you when you when you broke things down to the very roots, to the very, you know, what you would call a, the least common denominator, right? It didn't matter. Okay? It really because we would take we would take big subjects. And we would drill him down, me and him, like talk because I, well, he was the, he was the educated one. I was 19 years old and we used to sit down and we, brah, we used to go back and forth, back and forth. And I used to try to poke holes in his stuff. And every single time it came down to, well, we don't really know. That was, that was, it came down to that. We don't really know. I give a friend of mine who's a dentist and we talk story like on the regular. And he was a philosophy major, okay, in college. And he told me, well, you know, there are certain fundamental truths. And, and you know, so we have that kind of conversation, right? There are certain fundamental truths. You know, and he looks at me like in that condescending way. And he, But at the end of the conversation, right, when I talk to him about the stuff that, that, you know, that I talk to my life coaching clients with, he's like, well, you know, he kind of like, well, like he, he no more answer. He no more answer, Hawaiians. Okay. So bottom line, God is real. Okay. God is real. And God will work in your life. And you do have the ability to bring things into your life. You do have the ability to make things work for you. Okay. But if your mind is doubtful, here's the two things that keep you from your path or that pull you off your path or that makes you, you know, uh, deviate from your path, okay, from your dreams, okay? Because I meet a lot of people, I go, what's your dream? And they go, oh, I, oh, I don't know. I go, what's your purpose? Oh, I, geez, um, I never thought of it. <laughs> you, see what I, you see what I'm saying now, okay? So if you don't have purpose and you don't have dreams, what are you? Uh, basically, your owned labor, by the government they own you right now you just labor you're just working for them it doesn't matter what you're doing you're paying taxes you see what i'm saying you're working for them 
Okay, it doesn't matter. They need you. If you work in restaurants, they need you because they need that generating capital, right? If you're working for, I don't know, city and county, right? If you're on cop directing traffic, yeah, bro, they need you, okay? They need you. You're paying taxes. It doesn't matter what you do. And you got to start opening your mind to these things, okay? You got to look farther than your profession. You got to look at, at things in general and the way they function because it's a beautiful system. It is, okay? Now, with every system, there are casualties. With every system, there are, are attributes. Okay, so there's good side and a bad side to every system. But I tell you what, capitalism is so much better than communism, socialism, so much better. Free enterprise is so much better. Okay, but Hawaiians, the bottom line is, okay, God is real. But you gotta, you gotta help God. Okay, remember I told you on the last podcast, God is like that GPS? Yeah. So God is like the GPS. When you change your mind, God changes his 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 help, right? Because you go, oh, whoa, whoa. He he was he was a professional fisherman. Now he's hunting ducks. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh, whoa. I gotta change him around. I got okay. I gotta help this guy with his duck hunting now. You see, you see what I'm saying? And then God will arrange things for you, okay? But God is not the white man with the beard in the sky, okay? God is not the Jewish man, okay? They put him on a cross in a church. So when you go, the first thing you see is, okay, it's like one threat. It's like one threat. There's, there's a dude nailed to the cross in my church. I mean, like, think about it, Hawaiians. Open your mind, think, okay? There's a dude with a cross, okay, on the cross in the church, okay? Okay, that is a, that is a message. It's a subliminal message, okay? If you don't, Follow the program, you're gonna end up like him. That, that's the, that's okay. You guys, you guys gotta think, bro. You guys gotta think like that, okay? And I don't mean be paranoid. I mean be objective, critical thinking. Think both sides, okay? It is both a good thing and a bad thing. You know, oh yeah, we feel sorry. Oh, Jesus got nailed to the cross, and then you find out. Wait a minute, Jesus never looked like that. Oh, you mean that's not really Jesus? Oh, Jesus had dark skin? Oh, really? And then they get him nailed to the cross in the church and went... You see what I'm saying, Hawaiians? All right, there you go. All right, so, but, but you know, God is real, but God is inside of you. God is in you. Okay, God is your partner. Look at it that way. Okay, you and God. God, you are a co-creator with God. You are a creator. You have a brain. You have imagination, okay? Einstein said, imagination is more valuable than knowledge, okay? So just just think about that, Hawaiians, okay? Just give them one good run through. Just give them one long, you know, go down the beach. Go down the beach, you know, sit down on a rock. Go look at the water and think and run them through your brains, Hawaiians. And, you know, if you're listening to us uh, right now, in uh, Canada, because that's one of our countries that listen. If you listen to us in Canada right now, okay, maybe you want to go out to the, where the snow is on the mountains and <laughs> look at the mountains and do some thinking because it's going to click in your head sooner or later and you're going to go, oh, okay. Oh, oh, sorry, Hawaiians. I, I got to go. But yeah, it will click in your head, Hawaiians. And then you're going, oh, oh. And then the light bulb going on, and you're going to have a better life. And if you need my help, hey, check the email. Okay, you can email me anytime. Hereforyouusa at gmail.com. Go to the website, 
They don't do that anymore. Hey, sorry I threw the W's in there. Here for you, Dot Live. Check them out. Till next time, I'm Junior Gago in Virginia. Oh, wait, ho, our sponsors, bro. Almost went dig out on our sponsors. All right, so Island Club is from Brother Randy, Sister Jerry, Mahalo, Mahalo, Mahalo. Also, two Voice Master family of service companies, Mahalo, 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 at voicemasterenterprises.com. And also, want to say a big Mahalo to AFM Hawaii Music. Hey, we see you guys on the next podcast. I'm Junior Kekawama Junior. Mahalo and Aloha.